Welcome back to the Pillars of Hell podcast, and we're back. So we took about two weeks off. Um, we, needed, we needed a small break for me, in fairness. Like, just, oh yeah, you won't leave us alone. Like, don't listen to the podcast at all. <laughs> yeah, oh, she's all the listening got to me. Like, and I was like, no, I can't do it anymore. I have to take two weeks off. <laughs> Taking us a bad ago. Yeah. So, I suppose yeah. What were you at the last two weeks? So I was that um like I took my first longest holiday in like since like since starting the business I think um I was always afraid to take holidays uh just because like I always wanted to be in the action and I like doing I like you know like if there's anything kind of going wrong then it's kind of like it's it's on me and like the fact that I was the only one there I always wanted to kind of have a look at the emails and I get stressed when I'm not looking at the emails and it's hard to take yourself out of it. Um, when it's constantly go anyway, and the the um like normally, but the fact I brought someone on like that kind of helped a lot in terms of just like knowing that the business is in safe hands that way, and that I can kind of relax a little bit more. Um, and I did like it was hard. I did do check ins still. Um, like but like the check ins and stuff like that are are grand. Like I enjoy doing them. Um, but then like from like it was Monday to Monday, um, I did the check-ins on a Tuesday and then just for the rest of the week, I just took it off, which was really weird. Um, but I was, I was happy that I'd done that for myself. Um, it was in Malta, um, like Malta, never been there before. Um, it's a lovely place. Um, like I I didn't need more than a week there. Like um, I think if I was doing more than a week, I would have flown to Sicily. So yeah, just if anybody doesn't know where Malta is, it's like right below Sicily, which is right next to Italy. Um, and like the thing about Malta is that it's it's also kind of near Africa a little bit. Um, it's not very near Africa, but like it's like I went there expecting to see kind of like just a smaller Italy, but it has that kind of African vibe as well too, kind of Northern Africa, like there's Libya, Tunisia and, and Algeria there. And it kind of has that little vibe. Um, it's like, I, I'd almost say about 70, 60 to 70% Italian. And then like that 30 to 20% like African vibe, which is really cool. What, um, what was the food like there? Uh, McDonald's, um, <laughs> Burger King is very big there. Very traditional. Oh, that's the thing. Oh my God. Um, I'm there advising people like um eat this when you're going on holidays and stuff and go higher protein. I definitely went higher protein because I went mad on the burgers. Like like I'd say, I had a if I didn't have a burger every day, like like I'd say I did have a burger for the seven days straight. Like but like that's what I say with people going on holidays as well too. I'm like like this is all on paper. Like I know when you get there that you won't care about nutrition and that's important as well too. Like don't like when you can care about it care about it and i'd say like i did i i could easily have done anywhere from 15 to 25000 steps like even in a day um i i made us walk to to Valletta one day from slima and um like it took like like almost 2 hours <laughs> to walk you could have got the ferry i didn't know how to do the, how to use the ferry so we walked from slima which is like the middle city uh, the middle town kind of uh, to Valletta which is the capital and it took yeah like almost two hours like so um like 
there's there's a lot of walking and that's what i advise in it too but yeah like for food like it's very touristy uh like it's very kind of like you can get pastas and stuff like that as well it's mainly kind of italian inspired kind of food as well too but again like you get a few kind of lebanese restaurants and african inspired restaurants as well too but it's mainly italian um like it's weird because like there's three there's three kind of main towns like the Valera Salima is in the middle and then you have St Julian's which is up the top and with Valletta you get like really historic like it's it's a, a it's built on a fort it is a fort like the city the whole city is a fort and it's like it's all pedestrianized like you can only walk in there really um and it's just very historic all about kind of war um all with cathedrals and it's very religious spot as well too and then you get slima which is like the residential area that's where i was staying like a lot of hotels like that and then up the other end of saint julian's it's like proper party destination like um like i'd say during summer it's mental like there's a whole like street it's almost like kind of it's like a thailand street like i was in thailand before and like you get this one street like Kosan Road and it's just mental with nightclubs. They have like this similar street, but it's it's a lot smaller and it's just full of nightclubs and bars. So like you're going from like a place that has a load of churches like about an hour away up to like it's an hour walk. It's about a 20 minute drive. So about a 20 minute drive, then like you're up to this big massive party destination. So like you kind of get the best of both worlds with it. Like it's it's weird though. <laughs> Did you go there? Did you did you have a a party like? Yeah, yeah. I always I always like trying the uh the local beers. Um, it was I I couldn't pronounce it over there. Um, it was C. How would you pronounce C I S K? Kisk. Yeah, I said that too. I said can I have a kisk. <laughs> man, man, gonna looked at me weird because it, it sounds it sounds to me very like kiss. Have a kisk. <laughs> Can I have a few kisses? Or please leave this building right now. <laughs> yeah. This is a religious place. <laughs> Just give me um, one kiss, please. <laughs> one large, one large kiss. Um, it's it's chisk. They pronounce it, and I got it after a while. Um, but yeah, like it's it's really nice. Like the the drink too is is kind of cheap there as well. Um, there's a lot of Irish bears as well too. Like, and that's good crack. There's one called um, it's called the Cork or Cork Bear. And it's great crack. There was karaoke and stuff too. Like, <laughs> you can't... love that one. I'd say. Was oh, there any Kerry bars? No, huh? no Kerry bars. No, I don't. I don't think they know what Kerry is. Ah, for God's sake. Yeah. Um. I can't go to. Yeah, you can't. No, you're not allowed. There's a Dubliner and there's a Cork. Or there's two, there, was two, there was two Cork ones. They're the same brand, but the Dubliner is there as well. Um, the best, the best thing to do, and I'd totally recommend it is that like, there's two, there's two smaller islands off the coast up the top. And like a lot of the tourist destinations are there as well. Um, and what I did was quad biking on, on, uh, nice. one of the islands. Yeah. Um, and it was like, it was like 95 euro, but like, I, I thought that was expensive kind of at the start is like pricey, but like what they do is they pick you up at the hotel, like. My hotel was like, I'd say it was a 40 minute drive from even the ferry point. Um, So they pick you up there, they drop you off at the ferry, like you get the, the ferry is paid to go across to the island. Um, You get transferred from the ferry then to the go, uh, not the go-kart, the quad biking place. 
and like they give you the quad bike from like you're gone from the hotel from eight up until like six that evening um like you're back then kind of at the hotel for like even about seven like it's a whole day kind of trip and like they bring you around the island like it's a guided tour and you're going with a load of people um and like your man shows you a load of class places to go and he's like he's he was sound out um and you get fed as well like they stop off at a restaurant they stop off at shops like you get kind of like they were giving us shots and all that we were there on the the road like with the the quad bikes um and a lot of people like at dinner were getting a load of wine and i was like jesus no i'll stick with the water (laughs) Uh, they were trying like it was not shots as in like zambuca now but it was like local fig shots or something (laughs) um classic and yeah like they they give you that but they were giving lo- people loads and i was like well like I, we're all driving outside like um so yeah like at the end we got food anyway it was pasta and then they drove us back to the the ferry point then at that stage they got their own like boat like they didn't put us on the ferry and we saw this thing like they drove us o- where they sailed us over to the the blue lagoon then in malta it's not it's not the same as iceland um it's just it's water like in the middle of the sea that's kind of really blue um it's next to the smaller island camino um there's camino and gozo gozo is the one we went around um and just with the with Camino, they said that that three people used to live there. Um, one person died, so there's only two living there now. One guy maintains the roads, and the other guy sells alcohol to tourists <laughs> <laughs> at the Blue Lagoon. Like it's it's crazy. Um, oh my God. Just imagine, like imagine two lads just living on the island. Like it's crazy. Yeah, hmm. we we should do that. Yeah, we should. Yeah, the four pillars of health island. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. One lad promotes health, the other fella just fixes the roads. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd say we have a rock, paper, scissors on who that is. <laughs> yeah. I'll get my shovel so And it can never change. <laughs> yeah. So um, yeah, no, it sounds class. Um I suppose you, you didn't mind like not training or like you were just complete you were kind of switched off that that sort of mode like. But like how I, I see it, like I was training, like I had a few weeks off from from Christmas and like I wasn't I wasn't drinking up until like like from Christmas as well, too. Like, I think that's yeah. like important to note, you know, like if you, you see people on Instagram promoting health and stuff like that, like I said that I was having points there, but like I, I never had points like since like December. like So, yeah, um, and I probably won't again up until like unless i go on another holiday in summer like um just just to be completely visible to to any of the instagram crowd um and also with burgers as well like i'm eating fairly good like on a normal basis um but with the training i haven't started yet i'll get back into it like it's it's all the mindset thing like i I come back to work and i get stressed and that really pushes me to do it like i have to set up a new kind of program for myself as well too um and just yeah because i'm getting a bit i i've been doing the same program since like summer of last year like um just sticking to it i like it but um yeah like that's that's kind of where i'm at at the moment with training i'm not training uh but i find that like no matter how much you know and even if you're a coach yourself it's great to get programmed by someone else like it just makes it more interesting and you know they'll give you things that you wouldn't necessarily give yourself on a program. So 
definitely recommend like getting one off someone. Maybe not me, like, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> not off me. Um, but yeah, so like, I am competing on Saturday, um, weightlifting. So yeah, it was going been... Yeah, so competing in in uh, the Connacht Open in Galway on Saturday. So um, weighing in. Weighing in at half four, competing at half six. So it's actually in the evening time, like it's fairly late, like. But um What are you competing at? Minus eighty one kilos. And when I weigh in, I'll probably weigh about seventy six. Um seventy seven at most. Um in the morning I'm about seventy five, in the evening I'm about seventy six. So Look, look, I'm going to be very light for the weight class, you know, but um, I just want to kind of do better than I did last time. Um, but yeah, yeah, so I'm just excited for that. It's a big, it's a big one. Like Caroline will be there at the lifting chick. So you're com- you're competing. Should like, be um, you're, you're, compete- you're competing against the big lads my size. <laughs> yeah, what what do you weigh now? I don't know. Um, I'd I'd say that I I feel about like eighty three. I think. But I, I yeah. Couldn't... So like there'll be guys in my weight class that are actually 82, 82, 83, but they're cutting to that weight. You know. Yeah, I could get to eighty one. Um, fairly confidently, I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's that's exciting. Anyway, we'll see how it goes. Um. And then after that, I'm going to take like two weeks off intense training because I'm training a lot and my shoulders are just giving out and it's just taxing on the body, like throwing that much weight around. So that I just going to take some time off, maybe two weeks of intense training. And then um, I also coach somebody with weightlifting this week. So that was kind of exciting. It's a bit more interesting for me, like to do things like that. So um, that could be down the line in the future as well, just doing more weightlifting, kind of coaching like. Because you enjoy that anyway too. I enjoy it, and I'm competing in it, so it just makes it like way more interesting for me. Like, <laughs> yeah. But um, that's the crack, really. With me, I'm, I'm I'm doing public speaking for a lad that couldn't actually speak at all to people. <laughs> what What do you mean? Like I'm doing I'm doing talks, like you know, like uh, to JA teams and stuff like that. Yeah. But for who? For a lad that can't do it? What do you want about? No, for a lad that couldn't speak to, to someone in school, you know, like... Oh, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I couldn't, I, I just couldn't speak at all, like, really. Well, like, I, I did, I just didn't say much. But for a lad that didn't say much and didn't, like, you know, like, I was public speaking in Beckon College and doing presentations, and I was, uh, like, I was totally sweating it. And now I'm getting up in front of, like, rooms of anywhere from 30 to 80 people, like, and... It's kind of like, but you know, like my mind goes to a different place. Like my mind, like I, I turn into someone different. It's weird. It's like I have an alter ego that way. I have multiple ar- alter egos. So there's Dan from marketing and uh, there's Fit Dan. Um, but I think you have to, like you have to put your mind that way because if you turn into yourself, it just becomes like, oh shit, I'm in front of people. Yeah, yeah. And I'm I'm doing a lot of that lately. I'm in front of people all the time. And it's just, it's just about exposure to those situations. That's the only way you can get better. You have to just keep doing that. Like if I'm teaching aqua aerobics, there could be 80 people in the pool yeah. all looking at me. 
80 people like and and in my classes then in the studio you could have like 15 people in a small room and it's just you up in front and it is difficult but like there's always something in your head you might get a little self-conscious for a bit but then you just have to say no like I'm confident I'm projecting confidence onto these people and when you look around at the people if you look at the individuals they're also nervous as well like do you know like if you ever think in your head oh they're all looking at me and you start like getting self-conscious you're like no like just you know have the chest out project confidence and look at the individuals and they're like a bit nervous being there anyway so my, my analogy uh well it's not an analogy but my mindset around it is um have you ever been at an Ed Sheeran concert I have not okay okay so um, <laughs> I, I I think have... you know no that wasn't that wasn't the joke um <laughs> um but like i was thinking like you know like like i'm not i'm not a professional pop singer and i never will be unfortunately but like that's that's my crowd you know like that's uh, that's i'm the edge here of the nutrition world that's what i like to think of it as so <laughs> they're they're all coming there to to come to my concert and learn about nutrition and like it's it's brilliant to see that so you think of yourself as Ed Sheeran basically <laughs> I don't I don't think of myself as Ed Sheeran but I'm just saying like that's that's my concert like that you know like they're coming to me to like see my show and like I know it's it's a workshop but like you can't you can't perform concerts in nutrition <laughs> You're going around about what you're saying. Then. I know what you're saying. You They're there for nutrition. Don't mind it hearing. You can't perform concerts in nutrition. That's my quote. Quote of the day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so like that's the crack. Like, uh, with me, just did a bit of weightlifting coaching, um, a lot of personal training, and I'm competing soon. So that's that's kind of all. Um and then, yeah, we'll see. Take a few weeks off and then just reset. I'll, obviously, I'll be PTing all the time, but um, athletically, I just need to fucking relax. Like, so, you know, you, you just become broke up with all the weightlifting. So, yeah. Um, that's that. Yeah, that's it, really. We'll leave it there. Yeah. Yeah. So, this has been the Four Pillars of Hell podcast. Thanks for listening.